When we were planning this summer vacation, Marcus, you made a great suggestion for what is this week's replaying of a classic episode. Are we talking about the six-month anniversary of people's favorite winter holiday, maybe? Are we talking about Christmas in July and our five favorite rock and roll Christmas songs? I think we are. So bundle up, baby. It's cold outside. Santa Baby's bringing you a treat. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. But to quote the great Norm Peterson from Cheers, forget Jack Frost, let's get Joe Beer nipping at my liver. How's that? (laughs) I like Christmas songs. Me too, man. And it's our latest episode of The Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll. And it's a holiday treat before the big holiday feast that we have planned for everybody next week pretty cool yeah i'm excited to do this one because both of us having worked in radio for so long we've played holiday songs over the years and so we've heard many of them we know that in radio there's some stations that start as early as the day after halloween with christmas music you don't know but i am a freak for christmas music i did not know that i am recoup and he is marcus in the darkest and you're already listening to our little holiday treat episode it is five favorites and it's five favorite rock and roll christmas songs on on this episode, brought to you by Crooked Eye Brewing. Oh, they're in the holiday spirit down there with the cure for what ails you since 2014. So we thought it would be fun right before things get all heated up here in the holiday season to do five favorite rock and roll Christmas songs. And it's not an easy task for me. I collect this stuff. Since I was a kid, I mentioned chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Well, that's the era of Christmas songs that was on the radio when I was a kid. So we didn't have all this great rock and roll Christmas stuff to listen to back then. The closest was Bobby Helms and Jingle Bell Rock, I guess. Do you count Motown's Christmas stuff as part of the rock? Absolutely. Was this pre... Now, so this was pre-Motown Christmas music. What year did they start doing that? Well, I'm not sure when they... We have to look into that. But I can tell you that I'm going to pull a a major exception uh, to the rule. Massive, I bet. It is because uh, one of my favorite things to do when I'm feeling the Christmas spirit is to go pull out my two-for-one Motown uh, special of both Temptations Christmas albums put onto one CD because they were pretty short records in those days. So I have two albums of Temptations Christmas songs. They do them all. And it's really what gets my motor running when it comes to Christmas spirit. So we got to set them aside the way I set Tool aside, I guess, because it's really something all unto itself. But what we should do is talk about the rock and roll Christmas songs that matter to us, that touch those emotional places in us that evoke Christmas spirit, the holiday spirit, and rock and roll. 
I think you should go with your number five first there, Mark. All right, I'll start with number five, but I got to say that I'm torn because I've been going back and forth between five and six for a Mm. little while, but I'm pretty ready, I think. And it's Joey Ramone's What a Wonderful World. I just love it. As a Christmas song? As a Christmas song. Wow. Because we play it all the time as a rock and roll Christmas song. It is pretty special. When, you didn't want to put in radio. I've I don't want to fight it's it Christmas. I play I don't want to fight it's Christmas, but <laughs> I like What a Wonderful World a it little is. bit more as, at the Christmas time, and we've always spiked that in my last 17 years here. Well, I never think of that song as uh, a Christmas song, but I guess you're right. You know, it, it fits the spirit of a holiday. It, it really, really does. does. And so that's where I decided hmm. to go with uh, number five. The one that I left out Well was, played, Marcus. You want my number five? I do want your number and five. And here I thought I was going to fuck with them on this one because it's kind <laughs> of my out of left field. At number five, it is one of my favorite Christmas songs from growing up. It is Jimmy Buffett's version of Christmas Island. Your Christmas dreams come true. Holy cow, that I was not expecting. Well, you know, he, I have two, maybe three Jimmy Buffett Christmas albums, whatever number there is. Yeah, he does. And I'm always looking for the next one. Last year was the Clapton Christmas album. And that goes into heavy rotation any minute now. So, but that's my number five. Uh, Jimmy Buffett's, his take on Christmas classics is a whole lot of fun. He's also got his own little twist in his own songs, some of his own songs that are pretty good. So, but I'll, I'll let them all be represented by his version, Christmas Island. I love Jimmy Buffett. I've seen him many times. Not a parrot head, but I enjoy his music. And adding that happy, chill groove. Yeah. To the Christmas music just takes it up to a whole new level. And so right on. Now, does that mean I got to do my number four? It does. That's we how do we play the game. It. We snake it back and forth here. Oh, okay. Wait. My number four is one of my favorite artists, period. And also one of my favorite songs from a very special Christmas tune. I'm talking about Tom Petty and Christmas all over again. That's my number four on our five favorite Christmas songs for rock and roll. He really makes you feel good at Christmas time with that song. It's Chuck but that's Berry's with his song music. book. Yeah, the but, way he just counts it all out at the end, and, yeah. you know, and it's the, this the oh, song yeah. is so high energy and and upbeat. So yeah. yeah, that's why it's my number four. And he's got that sense of humor at the end, talking about what he wants, and it's just hilarious because it shows that guy lived rock and roll all the way through. Every single millimeter of his body was rock and roll. Absolutely, like to the core. Does that, that mean means I have to- you must tell us your number four, dear sir? Alrighty, I'm not breaking a rule, but I'm saying it's two people that teamed up together for Mm. a classic i have the 45 i was a kid when i first saw it and heard it and was like holy cow why is david bowie teaming up with this guy i know this guy from my grandparents right but why is bowie teaming up with him that's so weird so it has to be cool bowie asks him are you the new butler and he says well it's been a long time since i've been the new anything it's one of my favorite lines about getting older (laughs) And it leads to two songs melded together that uh, create a holiday classic that's instantly recognizable and memorable. And it is one of my favorites of all time, too, but not in my top five. So that means 
that I have to go to number three. That means it's time for you to go to number three because you gave us Bowie and Bing, a time-tested classic at number four. Number three is an artist that we've both shown mega monstrous love for. His life ended tragically. He is part of the Motown sound, wanted to be the African-American Frank Sinatra. Barry Gordy helped change him. He sang this beautiful version of I Want to Come Home for Christmas. I'm talking about Sweet Marvin Gaye. Wow. Fucking love that song so much. Some songs grab you differently than they might grab others. Absolutely. And that's why we do this five favorites. Because there's no wrong answers. You're out there right now going, what? Or they're doing it, what? Because some of them are, you know. I have found that out in my house. Every once in a while I get a what? Yep. But that's uh, part of five favorites. And if you have your five favorites, don't forget to post them on Facebook or send us an email to imbalancehistory at gmail.com. Because, you know, we all have our five favorites when it comes to that. And it is also time for us to take a quick beer break. Oh, wow. I think we need to take a holiday cheer refresher. Ein Prosit for the holidays. What do you say we head over to Crooked Eye? Freelicke Weihnachten. Chug that pine. It's going to be a quickie. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Summertime is here, and it's time to get in and spend some time with your friends at Crooked Eye Brewery in the heart of Hatboro. They're right there, just off York Road on Montgomery Avenue. And what goes on in the summertime, Marcus, you know you've been there when the doors are up and uh, the windows are open. Yeah, you get a nice little breeze running through the bar, and you get all these tasty beers to try. And being that it's summertime, the summer beers are out. And don't forget the Salty Vets Barbecue. They've got cocktails. That's right. Craft cocktails from Pennsylvania distillers. Wine, you need it. You want some cider? They got that. Take a growler home or a gift certificate for a friend who loves Crooked Eye. But stop by anytime. You can find their calendar on their Facebook page. There's always something going on. Of course, the Crooked Eye Band's there the second Saturday of every month. Come out and have a brew and make a new friend because that's part of what goes on when you visit Crooked Eye Brewery. Pouring the cure for what ails you since 2014. Well, we're into the active part of the year, and that means more walking with golf and just doing walks for me. And already my bold foot socks have come into play. The new ones I just got in the French Quarter in New Orleans on a vacation, Marcus, where I walked over 25 miles over the course of five days. That's awesome. And you didn't have stinky, muggy New Orleans sweaty feet, did you? No, my feet were dry. In fact, I couldn't feel them at all. It was wonderful. Hey, man, I've been wearing the socks quite a bit as well. The weather's getting nicer, and I am spending more time on my bike. I'm spending more time walking with my wife and my son. And a lot of times, I'm wearing my boldfoot socks, and when I'm doing longer rides, the boldfoot socks do wonders in wicking the sweat off my feet so they're not as stinky after a ride and not as mushy, and I like that. Swampy feet, bad. Boldfoot, good. <laughs> Check them out at boldfoot.com. Always a neat pair of socks. Anything you can want, any size, any style. You can find them at boldfoot.com. And don't forget, they give back to veterans charities for every pair they sell. Boldfoot socks are American-grown, American-sewn. They're your feet. Be bold. 
Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. It is the imbalanced history of rock and roll, five favorite rock and roll Christmas songs. And let's reset what we had on the first portion of our uh, thing here on the imbalanced history of rock and roll. I had, uh, you had at number five, Joey Ramone doing uh, What a Wonderful World. I have Jimmy Buffett doing Christmas Island. And then my number four was Tom Petty doing Christmas All Over Again. And you had Bowie and Bing doing uh, Little Drummer Boy. And then where were we? Oh, yeah. you. Oh, your number three was Marvin Gaye. I want to come home for Christmas. Beautiful song. Well, I'm cheating the system once again here on the five favorites concept. I I am. Cheater, cheater, eggnog eater. But not really, because the song is the song. Run, Rudolph, run. Everybody knows it, but, you know, maybe you like Chuck Berry's version, or maybe you like Keith Richards' version. They're both very, very good. So that's where I'm cheating to get two artists doing the same song in the same slot. And that's my number three. A Christmas wouldn't be rock and roll without that song. Both Either versions. way. Both ways. Either ways. You That's need right. them both, but yeah. The Keith Richards version is absolutely fantastic. I really love the way Keith plays with feel guitar, just the way his guitar feels, and you really hear it, and it warms you up so nicely when he plays it. The irony is those two, Chuck and Keith, are melded in a way around the music. In person, they were often oil and water and uh, didn't always mesh the way that you would think, him being kind of like Chuck Berry's son in rock and roll you know as a guitar player but there you have it the things that happen in rock and roll and that C is my number three does that mean I do number two next it does mean that you have to do number two well actually I'm good for now but maybe after the show <laughs> number two is a message to the world from John and Yoko Ono Lennon and so happy 
It's Happy Christmas, War is Over. Number two, uh, it signifies to me as much as anything that we are past the anniversary of John Lennon's passing and we are into the holiday spirit and the intention that, that they had for that song. And that's my number two. Excellent number two. Love playing that one as well. One of the songs that I really look forward to playing over the holidays. My number two, I'm going to a cartoon. Uh-oh. Think of Theodore Gisela. Yeah. You're a mean one. Mr. Grinch, you really are a heel. Dr. Seuss and a grumpy... Is it? Yeah, grumpy. A grumpy man. Well, it's a grumpy creature who tries to steal Christmas from a small town. And this guy with this booming, deep voice sings... Mr. Grinch named Thurl Ravencroft. First of all, his name is so fucking rad that you just love the song because his name is rad. And then the song itself is amazing. It's clever. It's smart. It's everything that Dr. Seuss was. It's a masterpiece as far as Christmas goes to me. So that's your number two, The Grinch. I have to have that one. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Like it's so like and it, it takes me back to my childhood, too. Oh yeah. Well, I love all those those oh, shows. The, the holidays, the Grinch specials, all the animated shows. I could I want to be them. a dentist. <laughs> Look, he ended up a DJ and a podcaster. <laughs> but he wanted to be a dentist. <laughs> what did Frosty say every time he woke up? Happy birthday. <laughs> I forgot. About I loved that. all those oh, shows, yeah. man. Those cartoons were fantastic. Wow. So we're are we really down to yeah, we really yeah. are down to two um, one. the the one for you, correct? I have to do number one. I think you're first. All righty. It is the imbalanced history of rock and roll. This week's episode, five favorite rock and roll Christmas songs, and we have risen the two number one slots you go first dear marcus i will go first she pissed off lyndon baines johnson by insulting him for his warhawk stance he basically got her made it very difficult for her to perform in america she found success in europe and then came back to the united states she played catwoman on the original batman she was sexier than any woman at that time period just she oozed charisma and sexiness at that time and she was so sexy oh sexy amazing (laughs) i'm talking about the legendary eartha kit and her song santa baby santa baby so hurry down the chimney tonight marcus is number one on our five favorite rock and roll christmas songs well done and you know what for the first time in a long time when we've been doing five favorites we don't have one number in common you're right how about that? Well, you knew Holy that. Holy cow. No, I thought I actually thought there might be one, and I almost put Run Rudolph Run on my list. Yeah, almost. You know, it doesn't count. I know. Except for it hand was grenades an honorable mention there for me. Go. My number one, you might imagine it's this kid from New Jersey, that boy from Freehold that we talk about and love so much, Bruce Springsteen, and uh, Santa Claus is coming to town because every year you hear that sound when you hear the sleigh bells and it's all cold along the board. You start to hear that, you know that it's the Christmas season. And I'm going to give an instant it's an instant honorable mention to um, Merry Christmas, baby. His version of that is really great, too. Merry Christmas, baby. 
But that's what I got for my number one. I guess you could have guessed it was yeah. going to be Springsteen, right? Wait, let me ask you this. Were the King's Father Christmas on your honorable uh, mention list? Shall we do the honorable mentions? I think and we find should. Out? We got a little bit of time. Does that so mean we I'm should going definitely, first? You're going first. <laughs> All right. Well, I mentioned it earlier on that Bobby Helms, Jingle Bell Rock, really, I loved a lot of the versions. Hall & Oates version was pretty damn good over the years. But I remember that as a kid coming out of the AM radio at Christmas time and thinking, wow, that's Christmas music that I dig, not this Mitch Miller shit. So that's one of my honorable mentions. Another honorable mention for me would have to be a song. And I like both ways it was done. Uh, I'm talking about Christmas Baby, Please Come Home, done by Darlene Love. And by YouTube, both versions really, really great. And I'm going to do a little bit of a walk of shame for a couple of the songs. You mentioned one of them that aren't in my honorable mention. Father Christmas from the Kinks. I have the 45. I've loved it from the first time I heard it. No lack of love for them or their version, that song, the whole nine yards. And the other one that I didn't put on here that I don't feel really good about is uh, Do They Know It's Christmas from Band-Aid and also Christmas in Hollis from A Very Special Christmas. I got to put my head down when I get give them all honorable mentions or no mentions at all because these are all great rock and roll christmas songs and your list is too thanks what do you, what do you got for the also the honorable mentions include father christmas of the kinks yeah. christmas and hollis run dmc it's sure. a brilliant song and it, it it's just so well put together and i really like run dmc a lot i really like uh, bruce springsteen santa claus is coming to town rock and roll radio isn't rock and roll radio at christmas time again that's one of the songs you have to play to feel like you're in yeah. part of the uh, Christmas spirit. I also really like um, Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song. Sure. And I love that too. It's so freaking funny. It and is. It never so gets old because they only play it like list. for a couple weeks a year. Yeah, eight days for eight crazy nights. Yeah, yeah. So, Which is also a good movie if you've never seen it, folks. Yes, it is. It's hilarious. That goes in there as well. And then there's a ton of Motown songs that I would add to that list as well because the Motown Christmas songs are so great, so beautiful. Well, they did a great job of taking classic songs and turning them into modern versions or oh, mon monitor, modern imaginings. Of. Yep. So there we are. It's a five favorites, all about the holiday spirit. We managed to get Hanukkah in there. I will mention to everyone celebrating, because I will be, happy Kwanzaa as well, yep. in addition to Christmas and Hanukkah. It's a, it's a holiday spirit, and we're here with our five favorite rock and roll Christmas songs on uh, our favorite podcast. And this is uh, wrapping up getting down to the end of our first year as a podcast buddy yeah pretty close man i can't believe we've uh, made it this far and we <laughs> keep having so much fun with all the topics it's great you can also find us on twitter marcus tell them where we are okay i will we're at imbalanced <laughs> histo no ry he still we can't want get RY. us the ry he's trying come he's gone to the twitter on, supreme twitter. court we're, we're, we're going through the appellate process to get to the Twitter Supreme Court to make a final ruling on the case. But it's Imbalanced Histo minus the RY on Twitter. We're at ImbalancedHistory at gmail.com as well. Place for an email. Please email us. Reach out. If uh, we miss something, please send us what we missed. We'd love to know and correct it in an update. 
down the line so we can learn because we like to learn about rock and roll. So We do it every episode. There's always something that we're taking away from it. One of us or both of us are learning things from each other and from the research that we do yep. to make sure that we're not just, you know, yanking our puds here. And I want to thank some people on Facebook because I tagged my friends from the Bucks County Blues Society and Bob Settlin uh, reached back uh, letting us know that we didn't miss a beat. I uh, said he's watched the uh, Robert Johnson uh, documentary on Netflix and he says, and with the influences you mentioned on this podcast are spot on, I'm going to share this onto the Blue Society page. Great job, Ray, and thanks again for tagging me on the show. We've got a lot of people. Jeff Simon from the uh, Destroyers cool. uh, said, that's an awesome job, Ray. There are currently three graveyards that claim Robert Johnson is buried there. I went to all three just to be sure. There's like a podcast hmm. update right here. In the, I wonder in the, in if the he, I wonder if those who have been to all three could tell if there was a difference in the energy around his supposed grave. Let's see if Jeffrey can give me some insight on that. Maybe we can get him on the phone, have That'd him on the down. podcast sometime. Right. He's got a couple stories about great life in rock and roll. I can tell you that. It's all about celebrating the holiday spirit, Marcus. You know, I mean, uh, with the songs today and this special holiday present to you guys next week, a case for the Beatles reimagined right here on on the podcast so this has been fun today I, I really love christmas music Me i love too. it since i was a little kid i joked about mitch miller but we, we grew up listening to all the tr traditional american mid-century stuff and then what has been exciting for me and i know for you too and we pass this on to our children is the emergence of rock and roll christmas songs that are more relatable to more of us who grew up since rock and roll was has been the yeah. thing and and then we get to pass it on to our kids in the form of playing it at the holidays all Oh, there's dad and his Jimmy Buffett CD again, yeah. stuff like that. But it, it really works. It does work. And I suggest you do that to your children too and ingrain it in them and pass the tradition along. I think that's what we do and part of what we're doing here on this episode. Absolutely. And please uh, let us know what your five favorite Christmas songs are. We want to know. Yeah, we you sincerely want to know. You have the access. Let us know, and we'll make sure we get them updated on uh, social media and whatnot as we head through the holiday itself. We just want to wish you a very Merry Christmas, and thanks for a great first year here with our friends from Crook and I Brewery, uh, the Pantheon Podcast Network, and everybody else who's helped us all along the way. Kevin uh, Law from yeah. Philly Rock Radio doing a lot of design work. Yeah, he did our logo design. Your wife, you Kim, who helped put together our, our website yep. and everything else. She's amazing. I'm and so lucky. And in all of you guys, those of you who listen to the first couple episodes when there was nobody else, to to, to those of you who just are, are signing on and finding us right now, you, enjoy you, a case for the Beatles. It's going to have a lot more of the Beatles than the original issue did as we uh, do that to celebrate the end of a, a great first year. And then we've got a little something we're going to tell you about at the end of next week's episode to celebrate the new year. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Good Kwanzaa. And a happy Happy New Year. From the imbalanced history of rock and roll. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. 
and why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 